Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Tums present Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show was written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. This is Don Wilson with a message about don't wait. This is Don Wilson with a message about saving money. This is Don Wilson with a message about a most pleasant relief for acid indigestion. The answer to all these things is spelled T-U-M-S. Yes, Tums for the tummy. With Tums, you don't wait for relief from sour stomach or heartburn because there's absolutely nothing to mix, no water or glasses needed, no waiting at all. You just eat one or two delightful, minty-tasting Tums and relief starts immediately. And Tums are so economical, only 10 cents a roll, that you can always keep them handy. Carry them in pocket or purse for top-speed relief whenever or wherever some favorite food, overindulgence, or smoking too much causes distress. So don't wait. Get fast-acting, economical, delicious Tums today. take you now to the offices of Dr. George Gamble, Wistful Vista's favorite physician. The waiting room is full of patients, his nurse is busy at her desk, and here in one of the inside rooms, the doctor is just finishing with one of his better class patients. Well, that covers everything, Colonel. You can put your shirt back on now. Good. What's the verdict, Doctor? Colonel Wingate, I'm happy to report, sir, you're as sound as a dollar. Well, now, that's not too encouraging, Doctor, the way the dollar is these days. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Say, is it 11 o'clock already? Just about. I've got to get that Chicago plane in an hour. Daughter's going to pick me up here. Well, I'll fill out your prescription so we won't hold you up, Colonel. Here, let me help you on with your shirt. Stay right where you are, son. The day anyone helps me on with my shirt, I'll be in a horizontal position holding a lily in my hand. <laughs> Until then, I'll dress myself. You know, if all my patients were like you, I'd be out of business in a week. Well, unfortunately, Doctor, the men of today are not made out of the same clay they were made of in my day. Mm-hmm. Hey, Doc. Psst. No, sir, they're just a namby-pamby bunch of weaklings, Doctor. Hey, come to the door, Doc. It's me, McGee. McGee, I'm busy. I've got a patient in here, stupid. Go sit down. Now, uh, where's my coat, Doctor? Oh, oh, I've got it. Yes, sir. The men of today, the they're all mollycoddled to death. Yeah, yes, yes, they are. All mollycoddled. Yeah. Look, I hate to bust in on you like this, Doc, but this is an emergency. I got a kind of, I got a kind of a choking feeling. Who is this gentleman, Doctor? Uh, oh, uh, this is Mr. Mollycoddle, Colonel. I, huh? I mean, Mr. McGee, Colonel. He's a patient of mine. He seems to be in some sort of difficulty. His face looks mighty red, Doctor. It started right after I got dressed a while ago. My throat gets choked up. I wonder if you'd mind if I did take a look at him. I know you're in a hurry, Colonel, but... Go right ahead, Doctor. I know a sick man when I see one. Why, one look at his face Well, in this case, you could be fooled. But he doesn't look good, even for him. Come in here, McGee. Okay, Doc. Take off your shirt. I'm sorry about this interruption, Colonel. That's quite all right. This is obviously an emergency. Get your shirt off, McGee. That's it. Now, let's see what's the matter. 
accident happened right after I get up. I hope the poor fella got here in time. Looked bad. Face red as a bee. Why, you How'd I know what it was? All I know is I had a choking feeling and I rushed right over here. Well, the next time you put on a new shirt, check it. Well, I asked for a size 15. How'd I know they sold me a 12? Them dad rather put me a shirt. Okay. Well, Doctor, did you locate the man's trouble? I must say your color's much better, young man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doc's a real medical genius, Colonel. Relieved the pressure right away. I'll just put my tie in my pocket, Doc. You can run along now, McGee. The colonel has to catch a plane. Oh, wanna... sure, colonel. I'm sorry. I'm kind of busy on a few deals myself. You know how it is with us executives, Doc. <laughs> Always on the go. Yes. Go. Okay, I'm going, Fatso. Quit shopping me. Nice to have met you, sir. Nice to have met you, colonel. Must have lunch someday. I'll have my secretary. All right, colonel. Here's that prescription now. You can have it filled in Chicago. I'm sorry to have held you up. Plenty of time, my boy. Remember what I told you. Easy on the rich food. Get to bed early and cut out the cigars for a while. Have a good time, Colonel. How do you suggest to do it? Take along a copy of the Bobsy Twins and read aloud to myself in bed? Well, we want to keep that good health of yours. Say, now while we're fixing up my health, son, I'm going to tell you something. I think you're working too hard, Doctor. Oh. Look I... like you could use a rest. Well, I wish I could tell the stork that. You ought to get away for a few days. Forget it. Uh, say, look here. You've heard of Lake uh, Wapahoke up the northern part of the state? Indeed, I have. Fine duck hunting up there. Best in the state. Now, I've got a cabin up there on the lake. Want you to use it. Take some friends. Do you good. Oh, I... Yeah, it's just a sitting there, going to pot, son. Uh, nothing elaborate, of course. Rough, but comfortable. Now, here, take these keys now and have yourself a few days of duck hunting. Well, that's mighty kind of you, Colonel. Gee, if I could get away for a few days, it certainly would You might take your friend Mr. Molly Carlo, whatever his name is. Get him out of doors. Make a man out of him. You mean McGee? Yeah. Well, uh, he's pretty busy most of the time. I, I don't think he'd be interested, but I'll find a few other... Who wouldn't be interested? Whoa. Thanks for the invitation, Colonel. And don't worry about that cabin. I'll see that everything's took care of. You better let me keep them keys, Doc. You might lose them. Well, have a good time in Chicago, Colonel. Uh, you get the shells, Doc. We'll use your car and we'll be There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Give gladly in your community for expert counsel on family and premarital problems. For youth activities including scouting, boys clubs, and character building programs conducted by the Y. Your generous giving means homes and comfort for older people, day nurseries for the children of working mothers, foster home care for homeless children. Give gladly, because that same gift means better health through hometown hospitals, clinics, visiting nurse service. Better health through national research work in the fight against dread disease, through rehabilitation for the handicapped and mentally ill. Yes, and give gladly for USO and other health, welfare, and recreation services for members of our armed forces. A whole wide range of these hometown and defense services is supported in your community when you give gladly the United Way to your community chest or United Fund. And make sure that your campaign pledge is large enough to cover all those needed services for an entire year. So that's what happened, Molly. The colonel puts his hand on my shoulder and he says, Use my hunting lodge, my boy. And here's the keys, he says. My goodness. And take Doc Gamble with you, he says. 
Make a man out of him, he says. The colonel, that is. Yeah. Are you talking about Colonel Wingate, the one who owns 14th and Oak? I'm not talking about Colonel Stoopnagel, kiddo. By the time I left, me and the colonel were just like that. Like what? That. One with a hangnail is me. <laughs> Boy, what a hunting trip this will be, Molly. Lake Wapahokee, the greatest duck hunting in the whole state. I guarantee... Uh, just a minute, Ducky. Come in. Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Hey, Johnny. I hear you're going duck hunting. Now, where'd you hear that, old-timer? He just heard it himself a half an hour ago. Down at the grocery store, kid. Yeah? My girlfriend, Bessie, was telling me. Oh. She said she heard it from a policeman that goes with a girl at the sandwich shop whose mother heard the beauty operator say that one of her customers got the word from the newsboy at 14th and Oak yeah. that his bookmaker was sitting in the barber shop when Johnny here come running in hollering, Hey, fellas, I'm going duck hunting. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> well, gee whiz, I don't want a lot of people begging me to go along. Word's spreading around town, though, is it? Spreading like a fire in a hayloft, Johnny. That's mighty fine hunting country up that way. Spent my boyhood around Lake Wapahokee, you know. I didn't know that. Ah, uh, he spent his boyhood every place. Yep. I mind one time, Papa took us kids out there pheasant hunting, kid. Yeah, pheasant, huh? I'm going for duck. There we were, the six of us. All scattered out through the woods, crawling along like Indians, when all at once, Papa seen something move in the bushes. Saw it move, huh? I scrunched down behind him and kept quiet. He yanked the shotgun up and got so excited he busted his glasses. Oh, my gosh. Broke his specs, huh? Didn't stop Papa, though. He laid that gun barrel across the fork of a tree to steady it, closed his eyes a minute, and listened. Listened? Suddenly, he heard a twig crack. He swung toward the noise, squoozed down on the trigger, and put a teaspoonful of birdshot in the fleshy part of my brother, Ira. <laughs> I could tell it was birdshot because the boy took off like a quail. <laughs> well, McGee, I hope there'll be none of that kind of shooting on your hunting trip. My goodness, shooting at a noise. Don't you worry. I and Doc are both careful hunters, kiddo. Mm. Anybody that, that wasn't all the trouble we had that trip, kid. Well, it's enough for me to listen to. I got things to do. No, for. sir. The land we were hunting on was private, you see. And when Papa shot, the owner come running out to see what was going on. Trespassing, huh? No, he lived there, daughter. Oh, you mean us. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, sir, Papa seen the owner coming and snuck off through the bushes. But all us kids were cornered. Caught you red-handed, did they? Yep. Oh, but Ira, that is. It wasn't his hands that was red. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know, we know. Did they put you in jail? Well, we tried to talk him out of it, daughter, but we didn't have much luck. And finally, this long, ugly-looking fellow with a constable cap and a tin star as big as a pie plate come down the road and took us in by the color. Oh, my. <laughs> That's all that saved us, kids. Saved you? Yep. The fellow with a dime store star was Papa. <laughs> he always carried one for emergencies. Aww. But hey, I can't stand here gabbing with you, Johnny. I gotta get back to the grocery store. I'm working, you know. So long, kid. <laughs> He's working. Ha! I wonder how he can tell. Well, I got no more time to waste either myself, too. If I'm gonna be ready for that hunting trip, I got a million things to do. I'll just bet you have. How long will you be gone? Oh, be away about three nights, kid. Hey, uh, who are you going to get to stay here with you? I don't want you staying here alone. Oh, I'll call some of the girls in my club. I think Monica Miller's husband is at a convention this week or something. Maybe she'd like to come over here a couple of nights. Good. And I'll have our little parakeet to keep me company. Won't I, baby? Well, I better get busy. What time is it? Quarter to one. Oh, my gosh, I better jump. With all the stuff I got to do, I'll be lucky to make it. When do you leave? Six o'clock sharp. Tonight? No, no, no. Friday morning. I better get started. Friday? 
for heaven's sakes, relax. This is only Tuesday. What do you have to do besides gather up your gun and your gear? That won't take I'll long. tell you what I gotta do. I already started making a list. Listen. Find my gun and clean it. Hmm. Find my old hip boots. Uh-oh, that'll take a whole day. Find my hunting license. That could take another day. Find my sleeping bag. Find my hunting jacket. Find my hunting cap. My compass. Find my box of shells. Well, heavenly days. Come on, I'll help you. You'll never make it by Friday. What? We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Your key to pleasant entertainment is your radio dial when you turn to the spot where you hear the three familiar NBC chimes. Here at the NBC spot on your radio dial, you'll always hear the finest pleasure-filled entertainment, whether it be music, comedy, or drama. Wednesday evenings, you can hear the nation's finest comedy entertainment on such fun-filled programs as You Bet Your Life with Groucho Marx, or The Great Gildersleeve with Willard Waterman as Summerfield's bumbling water commissioner, Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve. Gildy's always in a mess of trouble, but it's trouble that adds up to hundreds of chuckles for you, the listener, when you tune for his hilarious adventures on the NBC radio network. When it comes to talking about Groucho Marx, there's very little left to be said about his comedy talents. Most everybody has heard Groucho's great quiz show, and most everybody truly enjoys it. Why don't you make it a point to be in his radio audience tomorrow night? Remember, when the three chimes ring out, you know that you're tuned to top entertainment on the NBC radio network. Ladies and gentlemen, this week is American Education Week, a week when the schools of the nation are holding open house. Why don't you visit your school, your child's school, today? See how it operates and see what it needs and see what you can do about it. The future of this nation is being built right now in the school your child attends kind of school it is, is is tremendously important to your child. And you can show how important it is to you by visiting that school this week, American Education Week. Good night. Good night, all. NBC and Thumbs have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old timer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Jack Mather as Colonel Wingate. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Tonight, laugh with Can You Top This on the NBC Radio Network.